Amen. We are grateful to God. God bless you, Defo. God bless you, the praise and worship team. It was awesome for creating this atmosphere. Healing is falling. Healing is falling. Anyone who entered here this morning, burdens are rolling away. Oh, this amen. Burdens are rolling away. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, shall we take our seat? We are grateful to God for the gift of life. God has been good. Say to your neighbor, God has been good. Say it well, God has been good. If you are sitting alone, say to yourself, God has been good. So we've entered into the second half of the year, and we pray that he who had begun a good work in us will see us through beyond 31st December 2021. If Jesus tarries, you are not going anywhere now. I pray you more decades. <laughs> you didn't get that. More decades. You will celebrate more birthdays. Amen. Because Jesus needs you on earth to bring more souls to his kingdom. Amen. This month, our theme is the purpose of God's love. The purpose of God's love. God is the purposeful God. God is very intentional. God does not waste his resources. Anything he does, there is a purpose behind it. So, why this love? Why this excess love? Why would Jesus come to die sacrifice for us? Why is it that last week we heard that when God wanted to bless us, he gave us Jesus. And our sister explained that Jesus is God. So when God wanted to give us something, God gave us God. Why? What is it? The first point that you should note is that God does not live in things. Because there is no space, there is no location, there is no place that can contain God. He doesn't need that. God doesn't need a throne to sit on. Thrones are for men. That is why the throne of grace, the one sitting on it, is a man called the man Christ Jesus. God doesn't need thrones. God is not in heaven. Because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So he existed before heaven. Are we together? So what is the purpose of God creating the universe, the cosmos? God created all these. What we see, what we cannot see. Things visible and invisible. Things seen and unseen. They are all created for M-A-N. Man. Man. When I say man, including the lady, 
and the gentleman. <laughs> so, it is for man. God doesn't need these things. So, he made those things before he created man and put man in these things. So, man is to live in the universe. So, where would God live? The intention and the purpose and the thinking of God before he created Adam is that man lives in the universe and God will live in man. Hello? Hi. That is the plan. That is the purpose. That is the goal, the aim of God. That he will dwell in man. Not with men, but in them. In. Say in. in. Say in. in. Say God in me. God in me. Means God with me. God. But God can be with a person and still not be in the person. So in is the ultimate goal. What is purpose? Purpose is the reason of a thing. Purpose is the agenda, the aim, the goal. Purpose is why, the why of a thing. So where there is no purpose, it is said that abuse is inevitable. The word abuse is two words. The word abuse is indeed a corrupt word. It's two words put in together. Abnormal use. Abnormal use. So the word abuse, which is now official, is actually a street language. Meaning abnormal use. So when there is no purpose, life becomes abnormal. Anybody at all can abuse you. But when you are very purposeful, in fact, you even know and you decide where to go and not where to go. <laughs> because you will not waste your time on things that are not necessary. So I pray that as youth, you will be very intentional, very purposeful. Sister Benny said that you are at the right place at the right time. I want to add one thing. God has made you the right person at the right place at the right time. <clears throat> because sometimes you could be at the right place at the right time, but if you are the wrong person, they will not take you. Say, I'm the right person. Oh, say it well. In the name of Jesus, I am the right person at the right place. At the right time. The right time. Amen. Amen. So that is the goal of God. So let's look at our foundation scripture. And that is why I will plead with you, please. This morning we are about 100. Let's patronize the Friday Bible Academy. If, because if all of us were on Friday Zoom, we would have gone ahead. But we want to recap what we studied. So Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 7. I read in Jesus' name, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 7. 
I read from the NLT version. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Amen. Amen. My version, the verse 6. So our theme is picked from the verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So... The first man that was created was Adam. But the Bible is saying here in verse 4, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So you are older than Adam in Christ. You existed before God created Adam. He chose you before the foundation of the earth. Purpose. Why? That we should be holy. Say, I am holy. And without blame, before him in love, not in law. Before him in love, not in law. God is the family man. In family, we don't deal with laws. We deal with love because it is relationship. Does it mean laws are not good? They are good. But it is about love. Because love, when you are in love, law does not matter anymore. So, before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. So, God has given you the acceptance. You are accepted you don't struggle for acceptance. Don't fight for man's acceptance. God has accepted you once again, not in law, but in the beloved. The beloved is a person. This is my beloved son. In him, I am well pleased. So when the Bible said the beloved, he is referring to Christ Jesus. God has made us accepted in Jesus. Verse 7. In him we have redemption. We have. Say, I have. What I have, I have. I have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. So, the man in Christ does not pray for forgiveness. Because he already has it. My iPhone is very old, but it is iPhone 8. I have it. I don't pray for it. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> Sister Nanama is holding a phone. She doesn't pray for it. She has it. In him we have forgiveness of sins. 
So forgiveness is not what we ask for. We have it. Say, I have it. The purpose of God's love. We have forgiveness. When we wrong each other, you go to the person and say that, please forgive me. And because I have been forgiven, I should be able to forgive you. It's a must for me to forgive you. <laughs> Hello? So we pray here in ACC. You see, a lot of people are in Amsterdam, Holland here, who needs to hear Christ Jesus. So here is an arena of forgiving, forgiveness here. <laughs> we don't take offense here. When we wrong each other, because we are men and women, we are people, we will wrong each other. Please, let us be kind to each other and forgive. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Yes. yes. So we have been forgiven. We don't pray for it. It is given to us and we have it. Now, let's look at John chapter 1. John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. I read in Jesus' name. In the beginning, the, world, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. Good. Amen. Four and five. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. Five. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. Amen. Amen. So we are looking at the purpose of God's love. In the beginning was the word. Say the word. Please. All together. Say the word. Now. The word here. In the Greek language is logos. L-O-G-O-S. Logos. Where in English we have logic. So, in the beginning was the logic, the reason, the purpose, the thinking of God. In the beginning was the reason. And the reason was with God. The purpose was with God. And the purpose was God. The reason was in the beginning with God. All things were made, verse 3, now he changes the word to him. All things were made through him. Meaning that the purpose, the thinking, the agenda, the goal, the aim of God is a person. The logic of God is a person. All things were made through the logic. And without the logic, nothing was made that was made. In verse 4, in the logic was life. And the life that is in the logic is the light of men. Let's look at verse 14. We are dealing with the purpose of God, the reason why God showed us his love. Verse 14. And I read, so the word became human and made his home among us. Mm. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Amen. Amen. And the word became human. Mm? The word is the logos, the logic, the thinking, the reason. And the reason, the purpose became human. 
the purpose of God, the thinking of God, the agenda of God, now took on the human form. And pay attention. And he dwelled among us, not in us. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is the logic of God called Jesus walking on the surface of earth among men. The logic of God, the purpose of God, the thinking, the reason of God took the form of a man and he came for the first time men saw God. For the first time. Last Friday, John made a very powerful statement. He said that, thank God you were not in the days of Jesus. It's shocking, eh? Because I can't imagine myself in those days that Jesus was born, seeing a man who is saying that he is God. So when you are reading the Bible, sometimes you should sympathize with the people that Jesus came among them. <laughs> man from Nazareth saying that before Abraham, I am. Wow. They know you. <laughs> they know your mother. The carpenter's son. Even your father's issue is, is controversial. <laughs> and you are saying, Abraham, our papa, Abraham. <laughs> before he was, before Abraham, you are. Oh, you are making yourself God. No, he was not making himself God. He is God in human form. God. He made all miracles. They like it. He multiplied bread for them. They liked it. But when he said that, they were still eating the bread and he said, I am the bread of life. <laughs> Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This bread that I multiplied for you that you are eating, when you eat, you will die. But I, I am the living bread. Anyone who eats me, he will never die. He said, wow, this is a demon. <laughs> how can we eat a human flesh they picked up stones to stone him and the reason the purpose, the why, the aim, the goal of God became human took his dwelling among us when he was born it was not announced on Facebook in fact even within Israel Jesus was from the place called Galilee and in Galilee the nation Israel looked down upon the Galileans. They were not better. They were not good. They were the outcasts. Among the Galileans, there was also a particular town that they did not like. Listen, look at the steps. Within the Jewish community, they didn't like the Galileans. You see, most of the disciples of Jesus were from Galilee. Most of his miracles happened there. People were looking down upon the Galileans. And within the community that the whole nation was looking down upon them, within themselves, there was a particular town called Nazareth that the Galileans were also looking down upon them. 
So Jesus is called the G Jesus of Nazareth. A low-class person, yet God, fully God, walking on the surface of the earth, Let's go to John chapter 14. John 14, 15 to 20. And I read in Jesus' name. If you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask, sorry, 15 to? 20, please. Okay. If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. 18. No, no mm -hmm. I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you will always live. 20. When I am raised to, li to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Amen. Th Amen. God bless you. Blessing. Awesome. Awesome. So the verse 17, I'm reading, it says, For the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you. Say, with you. And he will be in you. So that is the destina destination. He will be in you. And then he comes again. Verse 15, 16, 17, Jesus was talking of the Holy Spirit. He says that he is with you. He will be in you. Then he comes to verse 18. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will come to you. And then he goes to verse 20. And say, at that day, and I like the, the version of NLT. He explains that day. That day is when he resurrects from death. At that day, you will know that I am in my father. And you in me. And I in you. So this is the goal, the purpose of God, that God will be in man. But God couldn't be in man when man is still in his sinful nature. So Jesus came. He paid the price. He died. He was buried. I want to let you know in scriptures, you see, when you go to the Old Testament, you will see the Israelites building temples. Building temples. Building temples. Temples is not God's idea. Temples building are man's idea. God just bought into it. Because God cannot be compressed in a location. Look at what... Stephen said about that. Let's read Acts chapter 7, verse 47 to 50. And then for the sake of time, we will run off very soon. Acts 7, 
Acts chapter 7, verse 14. 47 to 15. Acts 7, 47 to 15. And I read, but it was Solomon who actually built it. However, the Most High doesn't live in temples <laughs> made by human hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Could you build me a temple as good as that? Asked the Lord. Could you build me such a resting place? Didn't my hands make both heaven and earth? Amen. Amen. So God does not live in temples. Temples, Israel picked it from the nation Egypt when they were slaves there. So God bought into the idea because God always wants to be with people. So he said, okay, it's fine. My glory will come there. Mm? My glory will come there. So God does not live in kill factory here. God lives in you. The moment you step here, God is here. Amen. So, in the New Testament, listen carefully. When Jesus died and resurrected, for a thousand years, the church never built a temple. The church in the New Testament was meeting at homes, not temples. Is it good to build temples? Yes. ACC, are we going to have our edifice powerful? But God does not dwell there. God wants to be in you. And he is in you. So if you are here this afternoon, good news for you. You are at the right place at the right time. There is one step left. God wants to make you the right person. What is the meaning of the right person? God coming to dwell in you. Amen. So God. Is in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Another meaning of God in you is man having eternal life. So eternal life, when we say you have eternal life, simply put, what you are saying is that God lives in you. So in the Netherlands, about 16 to 17 million people, we are all human, but we are not the same. We are all human beings. We all sleep. We all eat. We all cry. Who hasn't cried before here? We all. We all go through pains. We all go to struggle. But we are all not the same. The difference is that for some people, God is living in them. Wherever they go, God shows up. Amen. Shall we be on our feet for the sake of our...